0: The Starbucks Pistachio Latte will transport you to your happy place. The comforting flavor of pistachio, warm espresso, and milk, all with a brown, buttery topping, makes today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app.
2: Spring training is right around the corner, so come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife amazing scenery and endless outdoor adventure make your visit unforgettable plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com
1: And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis, I got my brother Quentin with me, and this is our first episode in our year-end wrap-up look back at uh, our favorite tracks from 2020. This is the best time of the year, Q. It's just like... Uh, it's just like the holidays, you know, best time of the year. It's like Christmas morning for the next four weeks, dude. This is what I fucking live for, man. Just sharing music with people. And these episodes are like the epitome of that because it's, you know, it, for this episode it's going to be five, five different artists, five new songs that we haven't played on this podcast yet. And for the next you know, four weeks after this, it's going to be the same formula. Five five tracks, five artists, unless we have crossover, which I don't think we do. So, um, basically, we're doing our top 10 each, right? Top 10 new tracks from 2020.
3: Yeah, and one thing we thought would be cool to do is kind of do like a little back and forth, almost like a DJ session, if you will. We refer to it as a spontaneous
1: mixtape cue when we were planning this out. So, the idea being... I've got my list of 10. You've got your list of 10. We don't know what order we're going to play them in.
3: We're going to essentially play off each other, right? So you're going to start this episode with your pick. Yeah, we'll pick them on the fly. And we're going to try to just kind of pick songs, you know, just kind of go with the flow. And hopefully we'll bring a song that flows well with the previous one. Yeah, it's kind of, it. it's
1: a little bit of a challenge too. Cause like, it's going to be fun, dude. Yeah, you're you're going to play a song. I have to kind of, from my list of 10... I'm gonna try to pick the one that best you know flows from that song or pairs well with it, um, or I'll switch it up and just go rogue on you, and then you'll have to. Yeah. Because that's yeah. the thing. There's gonna be some. I, I guarantee you. There's at least two songs on on my list that probably
3: won't match with anything that you're playing. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start you off with a with a curveball, dude. Okay. And uh, hopefully you can uh, keep it flowing.
1: Well, yeah. There's one more thing we gotta talk
3: about here, Q. Yeah, dude, I was about to say, if you don't include episode zero, which was just our little teaser episode, this is our 150th episode. Can you believe it? Beow, 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 beow. I, I can't even wrap my hand around that, dude. It's kind of crazy, yeah. It's hard to, like you said, it's hard to
1: to think back and, and even, like, I, I couldn't even name 150 bands
3: off the top of my head. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what though? Think about this though. There's what like five episodes belonging to Spoon, five episodes belonging to Radiohead. True. So knock out ten right there. <laughs> yeah, you still got hundred. Yeah, we left. haven't really, we haven't really done repeat artists other than than those. Yeah. Right? Except for Fleet Foxes. Now we've done two episodes on Fleet Foxes.
1: That's true. I mean, we will have repeats eventually, because we, we've talked about bands that. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing Fleet Foxes was one of them. That when, when we did the first Fleet Foxes episode, I'm sure we said, you know, we'll circle back to them eventually. And, and you know, we did because they came out with a new record this year. Um, but yeah, there's... Man, there's plenty of bands that, that we could circle back to. The Strokes, I'd love to talk about Room on Fire at some point. Uh, you yeah, know, dude. Talking Heads. I mean, we could go on and on, dude. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's plenty of... We're going to easily hit 300 um, without having to stretch you know what i mean as far as like man we really running out of ideas here q like i don't think we're ever going to have that problem no um and that's the beauty of of music and, and the, the format of this podcast is that
3: you know we don't have any sort of rules really you know we can talk about anything as long as artists are still releasing albums that have no fillers you know what i'm saying yeah and we will always have non-singles to play that are absolutely worth listening to and sharing yeah of course and i think I'm I'm guessing that what this um,
1: what this list of twenty songs between the two of us, will kind of showcase like this this podcast plays a, a pretty wide range of music. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, um, for sure. And that was uh, I purposely tried to, to to spread out the the genres a little bit, and not try to stay too concentrated in one particular
3: under one umbrella. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. And for the most part, I tried to pick artists that weren't no brainers. You know. Like I had, I had a Fleet Foxes yeah. song on on my list from their new album, but I mean, it's a no brainer, you know. Right. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get right into it, dude. Um. So I'm going to start us off with a band called Stay Inside. You ever heard of them? Oh man, that sounds familiar. Well, I actually shared this song with you, Trav, a long time ago, earlier this year when I first heard it. Okay. Um. So. But you didn't play it on No Filler. Nope. Okay. The album is Viewing, and uh, Travis, I know you're gonna you're gonna be able to cue one up real nice and pretty after this okay. one. So um, let me ask
1: you this: Is Stay Inside? Did they form in the year 2020? You know, because Stay Inside is something that we've all tried very hard
3: to do. They have albums that go back to 2018.
1: Okay. So their their name is just happens to be very relevant for this year. Yeah, but it unrelated.
3: Yeah, so when I first heard this song It just kind of struck a chord with me, dude And it just, it's always stuck with me throughout the year So, again, the artist is Stay Inside The album is Viewing The song is called Revisionist
4: There's a tick in my membrane Saying that he can get me fixed up Take care of everything. Tell me I never loved anyone. That I could steal ideas. That I could steal ideas. That I could steal ideas. a copy that I'm copying You're the good kind I reckon I'm a good time But I dug too deep I've ripped up flowers when I wanted weeds Now soil's clean
1: Yeah, that's great. Um, it's great because it's a, it's a throwback to post-punk emo like post-hardcore, post-hardcore kind of email, but it's also yeah. like very, the guitar, I was thinking that it was going to go in the direction of like an Interpol kind of, um, a nod to Interpol, which it was, the guitar was. Me too, when I first heard it. That string, the, the the, the you know, bending the string while you're picking the
3: one note thing, that like, that's big time um, Interpol, right? And his voice nods to Paul Bank at the very beginning of the song, and then when it all comes in, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like at first I was like, okay, he's doing Interpol. But yeah. then the rest of the song is is just straight up
1: early two thousands emo, you know what I mean. So it's an interesting mashup of like emo and
3: post punk, you know. Um, yeah, I gotta say, man. Any, I think it's more so for people around our age. When we were talking with uh, Joel Fruth back earlier this year, we were talking about you know that golden age of emo post-punk in the early 2000s we were at the perfect age for that i always get excited when i hear bands that are still going strong you know with with that style of music and building on it and evolving it you know these guys are a perfect a perfect uh example of that yeah it's good
1: stuff so is the rest of it like that i mean do they flirt with Interpol for the
3: entire record, or is that just that one track? No, it's it's more than just this track. It, the rest of okay. the album is just a solid post hardcore. You know. uh, yeah, very dark. Those lyrics, man, are haunting, dude. I mean, he's just fighting with these inner demons. And
1: I can tell you, man, that font face is um, making a comeback. That's yeah, kind of you know, same thing with like Stranger Things, like that font face. From, yeah. like, this 70s, like, 80s, you know? Yeah, dude. Anyway. So, all right, man. We got to move right along here. So, here's the struggle, Q, that I'm going to have. Okay. Is that I don't have a... I don't have an emo song on my list. But that's not... That's all right. What I was going to say is that a mixtape doesn't have to flow, you know, from one one genre into another song that matches the genre, right? For it to be, have a good flow. See if you can keep us in the same headspace, you know? Right, right, right. And I'm trying to think of like that song, the melody of that song, like the key of it and stuff. I think I have a good pick. I wasn't planning on playing this one so soon, right? And that's another thing we need to note. This is not in order of favorites, right? Because of the nature of the way we're doing this. Um, So there are some that I would, rank higher on my list that might get played sooner but it's okay because i want it to flow this is all about the flow um okay so mitchell if you're listening which i know you are you're gonna fucking love this track dude and this record here's why so there is a record label called third i'm sorry not third eye (laughs) uh it's called magnetic eye records and they got on my radar because they put out a they put out a cover album for Alice in Chains Dirt. Now that's not what I'm playing. I'm not playing a track from that one, but that's how this record label got on my radar. They put out this year a Alice in Chains Dirt cover record with a bunch of different artists. One of them being chemists, which I'm a huge fan of that uh, stoner metal, uh, doom metal band. So I went to their website to see like, is this something that they, is that what they do right turns out yeah that's exactly what they do they're a record label with their own artists and stuff like that but they also have a bunch of these famous or like well known records that have covers right i'm fucking um rambling here (laughs) long story short they put out a black sabbath cover album two actually one of them was um volume four which was like the fourth Sabbath record. And then they put out just a best of Sabbath in 2020. And this is a last track on this best of uh, record. And it is one of the, it is a song off of their debut record, which we talked about. And it's a band called St. Karloff. So these guys are from Norway. They are a psychedelic, heavy stoner, band inspired by Sabbath, right? So they're very like heavy blues inspired um, and their cover of this particular song. So on Sabbath's debut record there's a song, the, the very last song on the record is kind of like a three-parter much like Fleet Foxes' cue. You know how Fleet Foxes does that, right? Sabbath has a song, they have they have a, a couple of songs on their on their debut record that do that this one is called A Bit of Finger, Sleeping Village, and Warning. It's these three different songs. St. Karloff covered Sleeping Village. And I, I feel like we have to play the opening moments from the original Sabbath song so that you can fully appreciate, um, how, like what they did with it. So if you don't mind, Q.
4: I don't
3: mind at all, brother. Okay.
1: So here's the original, um, Bit of Finger, Sleeping Village, Warning, uh, by Black Sabbath, it came out in 1969, I'm sorry, 1970, actually no, 1969, I I need to not trust Spotify Q and stick with my guns, I know this kind of 1969, <laughs> um, so here we go.
4: The let cockles cry Soft breeze blowing in the trees Peace
1: of mind, feel it deep All right, so you heard the basic, like the melody, right? It was that kind of like, first of all, there's no drums, right? Uh, it's kind of like that mouth harp, which is kind of funny, but it's more like it's a little bit slower, right? Yeah. There's Not much going on. What they do with that fucking blew me out of my chair, dude. <laughs> I was on the ground because, but if you're a fan of Sabbath and you're and you you're so intimately familiar with their first record, like I am, hearing a new take on it is fucking amazing when it's done right, and these guys did it perfectly. So here it is: Saint Karloff covering Sleeping Village. Uh-oh.
3: Yeah, man, those guys do it justice and and then some.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying. Like they they reimagine it, but in, in such a natural way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is. It, the funny thing is when you look at pictures of these guys, they're. It's very much like these grunge revivalists. You know, they are. They dress exactly like, like the guys wearing like bell bottom jeans and shit. You know what I mean? So I guess if if you if you're, if you're going to pay tribute to that era, you might as well like lean into it, right? But um anyway, just real quick, this record and I was wrong, dude. I kept saying that this record came out in 69. It was recorded in 69. It did come out in 1970. But um yeah, this this um record put out by Magnetic Eye uh was to commemorate the 40th anniversary of this record. Um but it it has a wide range of sabbath tracks on here so there's 15 renditions of classic sabbath tracks all from up-and-coming new newer uh doom metal bands right like these guys so it's really cool if you're a fan of sabbath you have to listen to it basically you have no choice um anyway awesome so I, how does that tie to your your first pick i don't know it eh, don't worry sounded, about it too much brother you, know, eh, you could if you if you. If you squint, you can be like, yeah, I can maybe see how those are tied together. But now you have to, you got to pair off of
3: that cue. So I have a feeling you don't have anything that's that's anywhere near that. I don't, but I've got, I've got something in the post-punk vein uh, once again. And Travis, I know you're a fan of this band and you're a fan of this album. And before we jump into our next pick, let's take a quick break. So, the artist is Fontaine's DC, Irish post-punk. I do remember being blown away by this when you showed it to me. Yeah, dude. Um, and I'm bringing another song from the from the album. So, this is one of my favorite albums of the year. Hands down, no questions asked. The album is A Hero's Death. And it came out in July of this year, at the very end of July. This is their second full-length Um. So, I brought the song Televised Mind to uh, No Filler a few months back. I guess it must have been around August, probably. So, I'm going to bring another non-single from the album. So, the thing with this, dude, like, I don't necessarily have a favorite song or like, you know, like, this to me is just like a favorite album all the way through for me. Yeah. So, it made the list because it's just a phenomenal album that needs to be listened to all the way through. Uh, so this is a song that is a little bit towards the end of the record. This is track nine. So again, this is a an Irish post-punk band called Fontaine's DC. The album is A Hero's Death. The song is I Was Not Born. I love his voice, man. I love everything about this band, dude. Yeah, well, so
1: from what I remember from Televised Mind, like it has a different it has a different vibe than than Televised
3: Mind, but which is great. I, that's what I like about it. Yeah, and the whole album's like that, man. It's 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 kind of like what we always say about Spoon, you know, with Spoon being so different from album to album from track to track. It's Spoon all the way through. Mm-hmm. with Fontaines at DC man like i mean there's there's moments of just heavier punk there's moments of almost like i don't know like maybe talking heads there's a little bit of um i hear some spoon vibes in the guitar riffs in a lot of these songs too which is what yeah. what i really love about it well that that particular guitar riff is kind of like an alt rock thing
1: you know almost like yeah yeah i can hear a little bit of r e m in there you know a little bit um but yeah it's not it's not similar to what I remember from televised mind, which is a good thing because like, you, you know, kind of like with, with spoon, you want a band to have some variance to them, but still be at the, like to their core, like have a, have their own like unique sound and stuff. Yeah. And a band, if a band can pull that off, be wild, wildly different between tracks on the same record, but still be undeniably the same band, you know, that's,
3: That's the mark of a good band, you know? Yeah, man. This album is phenomenal, dude. It's like one of the most memorable albums of the year, without a doubt. All right, brother. Song number four, what you got for us?
1: I am blowing through all my rock tracks here, um, which is fine. But that means the next couple weeks, next few weeks are going to be interesting. Interesting.
3: Yeah, I mean, see, I knew what I was doing when I when I started us off with Stay Inside. I knew we were gonna just kinda blow through the, the rock tracks real soon here, but that's all right.
1: I mean, does that mean you have a wide range of tracks on your list too? Oh yeah. Okay, Q. So this band, I wish I remember exactly when I brought this band to the pod. Um, but this was a what you heard. This band was a what you heard, not this record. Um, but, um, this band Hum. Now they've been around forever, right? They've been around for a long time. Uh, they've been around since the nineties. Their last record came out in 1998. So it's been that long since they put out new material. And that's what made this record so surprising to everyone because 98 was 20, 22 years ago. So they dropped a the record this year in July uh, out of nowhere. It was a surprise release that they did they put out on Bandcamp. Had they been together this whole time? They they've done like they've done like touring and festival shows and stuff like that here and there like throughout. But, you know, they haven't put anything out since 98, which is astonishing, right? But there've been kind of rumors, uh, you know, ever since like 2016 that there was going to be a, another record, like a fourth record. Um, and the the wait is finally over to you. If you're a hum fan, you were delighted with this record. Let's just put it that way. So this record is called Inlet. And if you're a fan of hum, it gives you exactly what you want, which is eight new hum tracks. But they they sound, it's kind of the same thing that we're talking about here. It's undeniably hum, but it is different. In a good way, it is an evolution of kind of what they did back in the '90s, which was shoegazy, grunge, alt rock kind of stuff, right? This track in particular that I'm playing is over eight minutes long, and a lot of the record, a lot of the tracks on this record are on the longer side of things, so they kind of get the progressively slapped on them too, and that goes back to their their record that came out in '98 called Downward is Heavenward. And that was the last one they put out where they had sort of these longer tracks that's a little bit different than most bands from that era, you know? But anyway, we're going to listen to a track called The Summoning. And I'm just going to put it this way. I'm going to put this out there. What's cool about this track and what's cool about this record is it's hum doing hum, but they are introducing sort of this like stoner metal, slower kind of heavy, Guitar riffs to the mix, which is a little bit different than what they used to do. So that's what's great about this. Uh, So, anyway, this is called The Summoning. The band is Hum, and this song's going to crank it up to 10 Q. Here we go.
3: stuff, dude. You know what I love about it? What's that? I mean, these guys are are, you know, OG, right? Yeah. There's all these brand new bands coming in that are playing off of these guys you know, and learning from them. Absolutely. Changing it up just like, uh, dude, you've brought so many bands this year to No Filler that are in that same pocket that are doing it their own way, you know? Mm Mm-hmm thinking what soul blind uh soul blind was maybe last week and then the week before that was um was the band F- uh fake eyes and then of course narrowhead i bet they're just as stoked to be hearing this new stuff coming out from you know these 20 somethings and so and then that, now they're just like you know what it's time it's time for another album let's rip the lid off of this thing <laughs>
1: Well, as Pitchfork says here, and this is an interesting, inter- interesting point. As with the comeback albums from Sleep, and I think I've talked about Sleep before on this podcast, maybe Slow Dive, My Bloody Valentine, and American Football. We've talked about just about all four of those, I think, on this podcast. Yeah, for sure. You know, speaking to the fact that we've done 150 episodes, like it is kind of interesting that we've we've covered, <laughs> we've talked about a lot of ra- uh, artists. Um, Inlet is inherently decadent. Four people taking two decades to create about 50 minutes of outrageously luxurious guitars. I mean, that's one part of it It says here, but hum has little interest in making an event out of their return, declining to do any press or even provide lyrics. So that's one thing about hum is that they're kind of known for not being, not being too, um, not liking the limelight that much. Like they had, they had one single that kind of blew up um back in the nineties called Stars. That's off their record. You'd prefer an astronaut came out in nineteen ninety five. And they kinda famously, you know, had some funny like PR moments and stuff like that with they went on like Howard Stern and, you know, didn't seem like they were they didn't really care too much about it. You know, the classic rock band doesn't doesn't like attention kind of thing, right? But anyway, I guess they picked a good year for for their new record to come out because, you know, you don't have to There's no concerts happening right now. There's no, although shit, this is a band I would have gone and seen because I'm sure they would have toured. But, you know, if you're a band that doesn't like press, you know, 2020 is probably a good year for you to right. just do a a few Zoom calls, you know, and you're done. Anyway, so that was Hum. The record is called Inlet. That song was called The Summoning. And Q, you're going to bring us home here with the last pick, aren't you?
3: Yeah, and I'm going to purposely mix it up, dude. Okay. I'm gonna throw us a curveball. So I've mentioned these guys a few times, I feel like, on this podcast Earth King. Earth King. My favorite hip hop band since I first heard them, which I feel like was probably, if not at the beginning of this year, I'm, I may have heard them late last year, but I haven't known about them for too long. And they've been around since 2008, they've been around for a while. Um, it's two dudes, they go by Johnny Venus and Dr. Dot, but here's the thing, they're part of a larger collective uh, that they actually, they're the fi- founding members of, and that collective goes by Spillage Village, and all the artists that are under this umbrella, they are just phenomenal, and they're all putting out amazing stuff right now. Uh, I'm a big fan of J.I.D., who's a part of the collective. Uh, Dreamville, which is another one that's another collective um, anyways man they they all chances are if if any of these guys releases their own album, Earthgang will be on there and other people from the collectives will be on there so they all just kind of work together. They just released their debut major label album as a group uh, in September so it's not that not that old dude uh, late September actually. Uh, so this album is called S- Spilligian, and it's up there for me, top five albums of the year, hands down. So uh, I'm going to play one of my favorites off the record. Uh, so again, the artist collective is Spillage Village. The album is Spilligian. The song is called Mecca.
0: Hey, <laughs>
4: Day over to you. Spread the love all around the world. Spread the love all around the world. Spread the love all around the world. Spread the love. Over the moon. Spread the love all around the world. Spread the love all around the world. Spread the love all around the world. Spread the love. Big oh. old bird,
0: I fly across the world and don't look down. I make love to you with nothing that life can't sit around. Cry to get you killed, baby, and death don't wait on. the earth and i lay with her now i can't wake up we got babies on top of babies raising freedom fighters made from super love won't you follow me we gon' going lead the
4: Did the flag plan one giant leap hit the moon? Walk MJT
0: MJ T shoes, drive you pot to you shoot, cops, just another black man. Every day episode of Boondocks And there's really nothing you could do about it Play a throwback on the jukebox Oh shit, oh 06, OJ guwap Got me in the mood now Hit it at the bar, bar a different kind of heartthrob I be try to tell
4: me it's a rolling not a stopwatch. Watch me from the bottom, every shot a long shot So don't try to tell me that it no matter what I call
0: God, I don't get that
4: Y'all be looking big mad, line up and vivid And this whole life's in bed Stick it to my side like tip hat You ain't strapped, better get strapped. So come and follow me to the land Because I love you Take my hand
1: love it it's a great track yeah dude you know i was thinking just now like that's one thing that rock and roll doesn't like they rarely have like the collective of artists you know what i mean yeah usually with rock band it's a it's a band and that's that's it you know what i mean there'll be you know there'll be super groups quote unquote quote right that like come out and put a record out or something like that where it's, you know, this guy from this band, this girl from that band kind of thing. But, like, I like that idea of, like, Earth Gang is a collective of musicians and they all do their own separate thing,
3: right? Well, yeah. Spillage Village is, is the main group. Earthgang is just the two guys that's formed Spillage Village. Okay. It's really cool, man. And, and it's very similar to um, the group The Internet. Remember I talked about them? Yeah. They're kind of a, a, a different flavor of this, you know, new kind of hip-hop kind of soul stuff they all support each other and pop up on each other's records and yeah it's it's more of a collective kind of thing um but yeah dude the, the whole album is amazing it does kind of bounce around as far as style goes and that's another thing i like about it i think it's jid who brings the guitar work there's a lot of great guitar moments in the album um most of the songs follow the standard kind of verse chorus um format they i you know you don't always see that a lot in hip-hop albums um and there's a thing that they do at the very end of the record actually i want to play a little bit of it dude just to kind of show you just what these guys do so uh here is the very last track on spill spiligian the song is called jupiter
1: wasn't for that like funky bass that they added yeah like it sounds like it could be you know a, rec- a, a track off of a folk pop band
3: yeah and you can hear like every single every single person that makes an appearance on the record shows up in that last track yeah um and yeah the whole album has that kind of gospel uh like church revival kind of feel and a lot of the songs are about you know coming together you know, working through our differences, and you know, with all the crap that went down this year, sure, it's a very important record, I think, and a really, really uh, special album, I feel like, in in the world of hip hop. But I don't really know, you know, I'm not like a huge hip hop fan. That's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm, have still got my training wheels on.
1: You're flirting with it. Yeah.
3: Anyways, I feel like that's a great way to in the in the first episode. So. Another thing that we thought would be fun to do with these episodes was to bring four of our favorite musical moments from 2020 and just kind of talk a little bit about it. And if there's YouTube link or something, we'll play it. Do we know what we're talking about today? No, we don't. <laughs> no, dude. Because we picked, we picked five moments. Like, we
1: have our list. Yeah. Uh, we know which one we're going to end on. Um, but,
3: but beyond that... um let's let's talk about that performance from Tom York okay cool I think that's a good
1: a good pick for the first one because I think that happened relatively early on uh, this year so let me look let me see if I can find that so that was um so Tom York appeared on Jimmy Fallon earlier this year he played a song okay this was back in April April 29th The song that he played, it's a new song, Um, probably the first time it was played live perhaps, but it's called Plasticine Figures, and this is kind of one of those things that that we've talked about before with what makes 2020 so special beyond all the craziness, right, is that we, we would get these moments that wouldn't have happened in any other year, and this is one of those performances because it's Tommy work with a very, very intimate performance because it's, you know, straight on a webcam. It looks like he's in like, you know, a small room in his house or something like that. Probably like a recording space or something like
3: that. And that's the thing too. Like he's more than likely he is in his house. Cause most people, you know, everyone's yeah. quarantining. And this was back in April. He could be in a studio or something like that. But yeah, could, yeah. I think he's, I, I, It it looks like he's in his house,
1: which is great, right? Because when else are we going to get welcomed into Tom York's house?
3: Right? Yeah. And on top of that, dude, like when you're an artist and you're bringing something vulnerable, you know, and sharing it with the world for the first time, like you get to be, he got to be in his home, you know, in his safe space or whatever, you know, like, so it adds a level of, yeah, like you said, intimacy to it. And vul- vulnerability—it's uh, so cool, dude. That 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 we're able to. I mean, we talked about that with when we did our Fleet Foxes episode, where so many people contributed to their latest album. Uh, people on Instagram, you mm-hmm. know, uh, people shared vocal tracks and sent it to them over the internet, and they were added to the to the album. That kind of stuff, man. Just a lot of special moments like that. So you gotta you gotta like focus on the on
1: the really great things that that came out of this year that wouldn't have happened had it not been for the circumstances that the globe found itself in right and this is one of those moments for sure and this is a great track to to close out an episode because it's like I was saying earlier it's super intimate and haunting you know I I know I overuse that word but Tommy York's vocals are are usually pretty haunting right and this is one of those songs that that definitely like hits that hits that uh york itch that you may get every once in a while. So anyway, this is a new song from Tom York that came out back in April and this is him performing it on Jimmy Fallon. So yeah, before we close out, um you can find us on our website, com. I'm not going to say all the stuff about the website. Just go there, you know. <laughs> you can find all of our old episodes track lists, show notes, blah, blah, blah. You can also follow us on Twitter at NoFillerPodcast. And up until the very last episode uh, on this year-end wrap-up, we are uh, soliciting our, our followers on Twitter to send us their pics uh, of their favorite songs for 2020. And then we're going to take all of those submissions and narrow it down to like, you know, five to ten tracks. And we'll do
3: that as our final episode. So hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to pin that tweet to the top of our our homepage. Look at us, man. We're Twitter professionals. We're doing it, man. It only took us 150 episodes. Yeah,
1: no kidding. Anyway, so uh, hit us up on Twitter if you have some songs that you want to submit for our consideration. But, uh, yeah, and then you can also find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network, which is the podcast network for music lovers, Q. That is our home, pantheonpodcasts.com. And, yeah, that's that. That was our first five of our top 20 of 2020. And we will come at you next week with another five. And we're just going to keep this train rolling. So, we're going to have Tom York close us out with his song, Plasticine Figures, performed on Jimmy Fallon. So, yeah, we'll talk at you guys next week. My name is
3: Travis. And my name is Gwen. Yeah, I'll take care.
0: Be the sun, happy. a new Western Union customer, you can enjoy a $0 transfer fee on your first international online money transfer. Send money to your loved ones back home the fast, easy, and reliable way. Visit westernunion.com or download their app today to get started, and your first transfer fee is free. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983, or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985, FX Gain Supply.